This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And hokey homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. We're calling it a Bach party. No Eric Strickland today. He's on a little sabbatical, making deals, kissing babies, shaking hands over there in New York City. So we got Jake Bakovin from the Water Cooler. A little bit of a reunion for the Water Cooler. I oh, yeah. I've that role there for a little bit. So we have a little Some bit of a reunion. Off, an off-season We're show, having, really. It was, and it was a lot of fun because <laughs> we disagreed on quite a bit. And uh, I don't think anyone's really right because Nebraska is sitting at one three. Well, no so one's happy. That just yeah. kind of is what it is. But, again, you'll listen on the block, 93.7 <laughs> The Ticket. My name is Nate Brennan. He is Jake Bakovin. Sorry, Raymond. Text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. We want to hear from you. Call us. Text us. Again, if you got a take, if you don't agree with us, and you think that we're idiots, that's fine. Let us know. 402-464-5685. You can also check out what's happening here in studio, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I've got a request. If you head over to YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, share it to anybody and everybody you know. Our goal is now 3,000 on YouTube. You guys have been great. You've been awesome getting us to 2,000. We appreciate all 3, of you. 3,000 subs. I like saying subs. It makes subs. me sound like, I'm no, like I know the kids. Like subs. the kids say subs. Yeah, the subs. We just need more subs. I don't know. YouTube was interesting because it started to get popular and really gain momentum right when I was in like middle school. Oh yeah. So I didn't so I, I thought YouTube was funny, but I didn't quite get it yet. I feel like if you were in high school during that time, it's like, all right, this is the next big thing. But I didn't know. Yeah. It's like I was just watching stupid videos on the internet. <laughs> I don't know it's evolved is. a bit. I mean it, I don't know you know, over the last couple of years. It's like every social media platform just like steals from another if like that where like it's got its own TikTok well, it doesn't have algorithm. Now? Yeah. yeah it's, it has it's stories it, now. Yeah, they've all got the same stuff. But And they have their own T V and it's probably out of all of them the most successful. YouTube T V yeah. is a pretty big deal. But it's also kind of cable. I don't even know how to yeah. technically describe what YouTube TV is. It's basically cable stream streaming cable. <laughs> but it's basically but that's what everyone's like cord cutting and it's like is YouTube TV and Hulu Live really cord cutting? It's like the same price it is. for yeah. yeah. You're just not hardwired in. But yeah, exactly. It's technically streaming, but it's still cable. Yeah, there used to be. I mean, that time weird. It was cool when everybody had. Well, you get like they were all competing, and then they'd give you, each one of them would give you like a three month trial, and you just hop back and forth. They don't play that game. I definitely anymore. do that. And I had PlayStation cable for a while, or PlayStation really? streaming. Yeah, that I was haven't cool. even heard of that. I loved it. I mean, but it was basically cable. It's the same thing, yeah. But it's it was just through my PlayStation. It's all the same thing. It's just what you prefer. I had YouTube yeah. TV for whatever. Well, and for a while, you, I would go to YouTube TV, and I might YouTube go there TV's now. Nice. They didn't have BTN for a while. That's what kept me away. Oh yeah. It's like you gotta get. I'm a Big Ten fan. And what are you doing? Had, no, that was weird. They had beef with ESPN too. There was like they a did. Four, for there a was minute, a four they? day stretch or something that ESPN was gone completely. Yeah. And that was when Nebraska was playing in the national championship game. So I had to bootleg stream volleyball. It. I don't even know if we're allowed to say that. Yeah, volleyball. Excuse me. Uh, so I had to bootleg stream it because they didn't have it on ESPN. It was wow. like a four day window. Yeah, it was very bad timing for a Nebraska fan. Yeah, because that was because they aired that on ESPN two, I believe. Darn it, Wisconsin. or maybe it was no, maybe it was actually on ESPN. 
Yep, I think it was ESPN two. It was ESPN. It was ESPN or ESPN two because I remember very vividly. It seems, like, seems ridiculous. Like, it seems like the Final Four was on ESPN, and, and then like there's something else on ESPN for that. Like, like that obviously was was getting more ratings. So it's like ESPN two. That's kind of weird. I don't understand that situation. I don't know what happened. I don't even know how they have a deal with specifically YouTube TV. I don't understand yeah. how all of it works. I just know that that's what happened. A lot of money changing lots hands. Of, that's lots of money changing hands yeah. and a lot of things, a lot of moving pieces. Uh, old school, too. want to let you guys know, 4 to 6 o'clock, head over to Tanner's, 30th in Yankee Hill. Uh, got a good special, to The Booga Mania, they call it. $9 <laughs> for a half-pound burger and fries. In today's economy, are you kidding me? It doesn't get much better. Booga Mania? Booga Mania. Nine dollars eight ninety nine, excuse me, but you know Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine dollars. Save the Half pound burger and fries. In today's economy. That's oh, yeah. that's all I'll say. Today's economy, that's a pretty good deal. Even better, there's some uh, there's some celebrities out there, right? Yeah, no, there's gonna be some celebrities. Sean Callahan's gonna be out there. I know uh, a few of the athletes are gonna stop by too, get some food, hang out with the guys. Uh also you can register for a free grant oh, about DP and Jersey. Yeah. Well yeah, DP and J. Uh, you know. Yeah, just because you see him every day doesn't I know. mean that, it's no, not cool. That to is, go no, see. that is true. That is actually very cool to see uh Jay Foreman. I know he'll take a picture with And you too. DP. And DP. Uh, that's uh and Jay, no, I'll take a picture with you. Both of the guys, they're they're great. Oh, absolutely, they'll yeah. take a picture with you if you're lucky. Uh, Jay might sign something for you. But a free Grant Wistrom jersey signed. Uh, the raffling that off too. Four to six today. Thirtieth in Yankee Hill, live from Tanner's Boogamania. Tell them that we sent you here on the block. Nine dollar half pound burger and fries. Seriously, it doesn't really get too much better than that. Head over to Thirtieth in Yankee Hill for old school. All right, four zero two four six four five six eight five. We want you guys involved in this conversation because this one, I think. Bach and I are on the same page, but I kind of want to hear the counter argument to it because to be honest with you, Bach, I, I, I don't really understand the sellout streak thing. Um, I, I know a lot of fans are saying, let it die in that it's fraudulent, whatever you might want to call it, it. That's fine. What I've never really understood is like, why? Like I, this is something that's great for the university it looks it, it's great PR for giving kids that wouldn't be able to go to a game go to a game. If you're Nebraska, th- this is my biggest thing. If you're Nebraska, what else are you selling right now? Like to to get fans in the stadium, what are you selling? I I, I don't want to be ruthless here, but it's not the product on the field. <laughs> it's not the wins because no. they're not winning. Like, what is your selling point for this team? Well, it's kind of a circular argument to have the selling point be you to buy tickets so that you can be part of the ticket experience. But that's but, but that's something that fans care about, yeah. right? If you're an, it, genuinely, and this is why I want to ask the text line, 402-464-5685, I want to ask people that grew up watching Nebraska, diehard Nebraska fans, this is, this is what you've done your entire life. You just go to Nebraska games. What is the selling point of taking pride in this team, in this product? And as sad as it is now, I think the selling point for recruits, I think selling point for the players, I think think selling points for the fans is the fans. Mm -hmm. Like your selling point for Nebraska football is that despite what's happened this season, despite who the head coach is, despite what the product is on the field, we're still going to support this team. We're still the best fans in the country, and that's something to take pride in. Like genuinely, if you're a Nebraska fan, the outside perspective, people might make fun of the sellout streak. I say screw them, because at the end of the day, 
even dis- despite what's happened, you're still selling out games. Now, are there a couple thousand tickets that maybe were bought by donors that were maybe bought by the athletic department that maybe weren't an actual legitimate sellout? Sure. There were still 75,000 tickets that were sold to watch a team lose at a football game. Yeah. That is incredible, and that is something that the fans can rally behind. That's the pride in Nebraska. That's the pride in the state. That's pride in the program. So I've never really understood the argument of letting it die. I I just don't get it. Well, I think for some people, and and I'm totally on your side, by the way. I mean, it is one of the the, the points that I always make about Nebraska football and being proud um, to kind of be part of that sea of red is that, you know, it's one of the the strongest – fan bases in football in, in, in football in total and college sports in total. Um, and it's, it's, it's really, like you said, kind of all Nebraska has left and that should be something that, that you take very prideful as a fan. But I mean, for some people I know they just kind of want to cut out the past, build a new, stop having to feel like you have to uh, live up to the nineties or whatever. But at the same time, I, you know, I think that, that they're embracing it. I think you need to embrace the past more, embrace the days that you win. It's not necessarily hold the team to the standard of the 70s, 80s, and 90s and because it's just not there. I understand that, and it's going to take a few years to build back up, but hopefully that's the goal eventually. I don't, like, I don't know what, what the idea is to just to, to wipe away history. It's something that connects you to Husker fans of generations before you from right. the 60s. I mean, right. it's a 60-year streak, and like you said, there's going to be a, a few seats that are bought out by by donors, but guess what? That's not happening everywhere. That's that's what makes this this so special. And you know, if if you're mad about a few thousand seats, it's similar to what I say about Bo Pelini getting so frustrated about a few th- thousand thousand fans leaving early against Ohio State back in 2011. It's like, dude, yeah, maybe a few thousand fans were upset that you're getting blown out by Ohio State. <laughs> you come back and win, whatever. But don't focus on four thousand fans leaving. Focus on 80,000 fans right. still there. Right. You know, and that's it's kind of the same idea here is like, yeah, they don't they didn't it's not a real sellout because there weren't actually fans in Okay, maybe let's take away 10,000 seats and then you'll get your real sellouts. Is that what you want? I'm, and some people do because they want chairback seats and that wouldn't be a bad idea either, but what I'm saying is like, you know, I don't know if I want to take away for the few games that there aren't whatever it is, 80, 81,000 fans in there. I don't, I don't think we need to take it away from there. Let the donors buy it and keep the sellout streak going. It's, it's a, it's, it's a real deal. And it's something that like, when you see Nebraska's job opening, when you hear anybody talk about this job nationally, it's one of the first things they'll, they'll point to is the great fan base. And, and right. part of that is, you know, exactly like that. Yeah. And, and this is a big point of it too. And I'm about to play a soundbite uh, from Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, but Texter says, keep the sellout streak. It's the last remaining selling point for recruits. I think it's just the recruits, and and I keep bringing up, the fans sell the fans. Like, I think that that's just such a proud thing. That's such – you take pride in that. Like, we have the best fans in college football. You're going to go to a Nebraska game, and despite what the product looks like on the field, you're going to have your arm around the guy next to you, and you're saying, you know what, damn it, we still love Nebraska. We still love this football team, and you can point to the the scoreboard or whatever they call it, right below the fans where the sellout streak says three hundred sixty-eight. Oh, yeah. You can point to it and say, you know what? We've gone through some dark times, but damn it, we've all done it together, and that is still there. That is still something to hang your hat on. And I'm going to play something real quick here. This is Lane Kiffin from Ole Miss, and I'm saying this is the alternative. This is what it could be like on the other side. Tunnel, and it looks like, you know, uh, high school. You know, and you run out the tunnel, and it looks like, you know, a high school game um, playing in a college stadium. 
you can't let that affect you. I mean, you know, there's psychology to that, obviously. There's a home field advantage for a reason. And, you know, when it goes the other way, you kind of have that feeling, you know, that, man, are we still really playing in a game here? You know, the players have to fight that. So, again, we use that as a learning lesson for our guys. So, if that's the case, that's the case. But, <clears throat> I mean, I, I'm I'm worried about what I can control. I, I've tried social media in here for two years. So, you know, we'll worry about what we can control, and that's getting our players ready to play. That's the Lane Kiffin from a team that won 10 games last year. Yeah, top 15 that team play, right now, That plays they? in the SEC. Yeah. Like, that is the alternative. And I don't think Nebraska would ever get to the point where you're asking, oh, my gosh, is this a high school football game? I think Nebraska fans are too great for that. I think if the sellout streak were to die, like you said, Buck, I think it'd be a few thousand tickets. Yeah, he'd still have everybody showing but up. For, my God, like, this is something that you are now making it a part of your recruiting visit. You have to say that, a, a recruit sees that. Players see that. He even said that his players talked about it. That you are a top 15 team in the country. You play in the SEC, arguably. I'm going to put arguably because most people assume that and think that it is the best conference in football. And you can't even fill it up, let alone sell it out. And this is something that Nebraska fans can say. You know what? If you come to Nebraska, no matter what the situation is, this fan base will support you, and this fan base loves you. And to your point, too, Bach, you know what? You can say that to a coach, too. Oh, yeah. that That's a selling point for a coach. Did you see how he, just, you could hear how he frustrated was sad. Lane Kiffin he was. Frustrated. was. Yeah. It's sad. For his players. It is, because yeah. you're telling me that you're convincing a, five, a four- or five-star recruit to come to Ole Miss, an SEC school, you're going to be one of the top teams in the country, and it feels like a high school environment? Like, it's cost like thirteen bucks that? to get into their games on the secondary market by the end. What is that? Sad. And, and not every school can be Nebraska. I get that. Ole Miss has their fair share of issues. I think a lot of schools too, because I mean, you look at a, a school like Miami. Yeah, Miami isn't going to get the fans because there's tons of other things to do in Miami. Like I think Nebraska does have the benefit that that's the like in the entire state on a Saturday that is that is the news that is the big thing and that's what people focus on. Yeah, Nebraska does have that advantage, but you still know every single game you are going to walk out of that tunnel as a player, as a coach, as an administrator, whatever it may be, you're going to walk out of that tunnel and you are going to have eighty thousand plus fans screaming, cheering you on being appreciative of you, and that's something that a lot of people can't say. And I think, too, I mean, the more numbers you can have up there, obviously the better. The five national championships stand out. The conference championships, even though it's been since 1999, um, I still think Nebraska has the second most conference championships of all time compared only Oklahoma has more. Right. Um, and, you know, then you look at the the academic All-Americans, nation-leading academic All-Americans, and that number that, we, that you can add to it, game in and game out, is the sellout streak. If it ends, I don't know if it's as prominent, you know, because or I mean, you don't focus on it. You're not going to bring during a timeout attention to it. Hey, congratulations. You're part of this sellout streak. Just, yes. You yes, announce the attendance cool. and move on. Yeah. For for somebody that's, you know, out of town or whatever, that's part of like, like that's that's like, whoa, hey, that's I maybe I didn't know that coming into the game where it's like, wow, I really respect these guys for what they're doing um, because it's a huge stadium. So, I, I mean, I, it, it, it it's huge to me at the same time. 
you know, and maybe that was honestly, maybe, and I don't think it maybe is at this level of importance, but maybe that's part of the idea of getting rid of Scott Frost because the one, the one thing that you start to worry about is, you know, if you're fans, you think we've had enough. How do we show them? We got to show them by having empty seats. That's how fans can make a statement. And so by m removing Scott Frost, you you know, it's not like the people are going to turn on Mickey Joseph. They understand no. they what he inherited. Um, so it's like just go out there and support the boys. And that's that's hopefully what we see throughout the rest of the season. But this week-to-week -week thing kind of scares me because it's not just this week against Indiana. They got three weeks. Uh, their next home game after this one is at the end of October, and it's against Illinois. Not necessarily a prime, you know, a marquee opponent necessarily. Necessarily. So um, these next three weeks will go a long way to see if that streak continues. I, I just hope that people are as invested in this as they can be. And by the way, again, you can't say it enough. The red carpet experience, absolutely incredible. I love it. Perfect way to, to fill any of those seats. Um, but then you start to realize, like, how many kids are there in Lincoln? <laughs> like, how many, if there's too many more seats, what's the problem with getting more kids in the building, right? Right, right. Uh, Bill and Bennett says, uh, true Cornhusker fans are the most loyal people you'll ever meet. Go Big Red forever. Uh, uh, Ryan says, uh, I don't want to hear the words. There's nothing else or better to do in Lincoln, Nebraska. Again, come on, bro. That's an outsider's lazy take. Uh, uh, I die on this hill and would welcome uh, an open live debate. That's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah, Waka that Flocka is, will be here. That, no, 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 no. Ryan, <laughs> I want to make sure and make it very clear that is not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that on a game day in the state of Nebraska, that is the news. That's the story. That's what people care about. I'm not saying there's nothing else to do in Nebraska. I love Nebraska, and I've, I've said time and time again that people that are from the outside, all my friends on the East Coast, you have to come to Nebraska. There are plenty of things to do. There's a lot to offer. But I'm saying there is something that the state has and that this community has that a lot of other people don't. Like, the city shuts down. Like, they, like, everything revolves around Nebraska football. There aren't a lot of places that can say that. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not saying there's nothing else to do. There's plenty of other things to do, and there are people that don't care about game day. Yeah. I, that's fine. Like, go Between ahead. Lincoln and Omaha, there's, there's quite a bit to do. What you don't have, again, and, and that's what those people will say, is a beach. Okay? You can never get over the fact oh, okay. that you're not USC, Miami, you don't have a beach. But that's about all there is, like, more to do. Maybe concerts are on Fridays instead right. of Wednesdays, but, like we have here in, in Nebraska. Honest, but like, there's a lot of stuff going on these absolutely days. Absolutely, there's a lot of things. But let's be honest, Buck, on a Saturday, like, if people aren't like, if people are out and about and aren't really focused on game day, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it's, it's the news. It's what people do. Yeah. And and that's awesome. And that's what makes Nebraska so great. And that's what makes this team so great. Have you? Have and that's you, a big part of it. I'm like, if you're not focused on the game, what are you doing? That always made me wonder. I, I remember this. I, like, had this, like, uh, reveal, like revelation to me because uh, I was just like, I love sports. Like, all, all, all the way growing up, I was like, I love sports. Sports are awesome. And then I just, you know, I had a friend in middle school. And I was like, well, you know, yeah, well, yeah, which one's, which team's your favorite? I was like, I really don't like sports. It was just, like, a shock to me. It was like, what? What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> what is it? I know. And, uh, and, and that's why. How do you not get excited? Like, just, what keeps you entertained? I know. And it's so fascinating. And that's why I know, Ryan, I, I understand. I hope that I didn't come off that way at all because, again, I love Nebraska. There's plenty to do. But on a Husker game day, that's all you should be focused on. Screw everything else. Like, we're watching <laughs> Nebraska football, whether they win or lose. Uh, there's interesting text here. Uh, that I want to get to in the next break, Bach. Uh Bryce says, you don't think the scrutiny of the fans might scare off some coaches? 
I want to talk about that. I want to dive into that because Nebraska is obviously in a coaching search, and that's that's a topic of discussion. It's something to think about. We're going to get to it next here on the block. Stay with us. 93.7 The Ticket.